Welcome to Her Story, conversations with international women. Hi, I'm Allie Stewart. I'm an American living in Europe. I'm an extrovert who loves to make friends and talk about human nature, travel, family, and more. My weekly conversations will have you get to know a woman from around the world and learn her story, what makes her ordinary life extraordinary. Together, we will create a kinship and amity as we honor our differences and celebrate our similarities. Let's hear her story. Welcome to season one, episode five of Her Story Conversations with International Women. So, hey, I'm your host, Ali Stewart. And today we're meeting my passionate friend, Valentina Stoops. I love her so much. Valentina and her husband, Nicholas, are successful entrepreneurs. They were living a comfortable lifestyle, owning a lucrative wine business and home in Luxembourg when they decided to pursue a completely new dream. They sold their business and all their possessions, including cards, like everything, rented out their home, and now live in a camper van and travel across Europe with their three kids as travel journalists. Today, you get to hear Valentina tell her story and give beautiful advice about following your passions and dreams. Disclaimer, we met at a park to do the podcast interview, so you might hear kids playing in the background and church bells ringing. Hopefully, you'll feel like you're right here with us at a local park in Luxembourg. Okay, today I'm so excited to have Valentina with me. Welcome. Thank you very much, Ellie. Thank you for having me here. Perfect. I hope I can contribute something oh, valuable. Of course you can. Of course you can. Um, so let's see. Let's start with what is your origin story? Um, so my origin story is from the east part of Europe to west part of Europe, somewhere in that area okay my um originally i'm from russia my family is from russia i grew up in czech republic and uh when i was 12 uh, i moved to austria to a boarding school and i finished their school i went there to university i met my husband and we ended up in luxembourg and now yeah we are in europe <laughs> that's right your home is everywhere <laughs> our home is flexible our home is on wheels now I asked Valentina how she met her husband, Nicolas. They met in university. Nicolas was on an exchange program from Belgium to Austria, and they ended up being neighbors in the student dormitory, and the way they met is like a fairy tale story. Very, I was not uh, looking for a relationship, he neither. Yeah. But um, the first moment I saw him, it was just, it was just, I, I, I knew it's him. Wow. And it was, it's amazing because we, we went together on this journey um, where we had a long distance relationship also a while. Then he came living in Vienna. We hardly knew each other and we were living in one dormitory room. And I think it was amazing. It was an amazing journey. Um, it's somehow my weaknesses are his strengths and my strengths are his weaknesses. And it wow. was nice growing together learning together, arguing together, yeah. but somehow moving on together. Yeah. And um, it's a period also that changed me because I was more focused on um, career mm -hmm. and on, on achievement. Yeah. 
And this is when the sensitive part came into my life, the family part and the... Yeah. And now you see. Yeah. <laughs> now <laughs> I have beautiful. three kids. Yeah, kids. <laughs> when did you end up here in Luxembourg? So we have, I have finished university and uh, he has received a job offer in Luxembourg. Okay. And this is when we moved. I was still finishing my thesis yeah. uh, when, here, when I was here in Luxembourg. Yeah. Traveling was always a passion for the Stoop family. As a students, we were traveling. Um, we hardly had, we had really little money, but we saved up everything for traveling from poor backpackers to, to slowly when we had a first job going to some very, very cheap hotels. Yes. <laughs> what were some of your favorite places? Just off the top of your head, do you remember? It's a place that we, that I personally really, really love is Cambodia. Wow. We were, I was studying on exchange program in uh, Vietnam yeah. and uh, Nikos flew over, flew over and we were visiting Thailand and Cambodia and maybe the, the contrast to Thailand, you know, it used to be, it's like 10 years ago or longer, more um, authentic still. Mm. And I just love the mentality of the people, the gratitude yeah. for even even the small things and appreciation of the small things. Yeah. It, I remember that we had a tuk-tuk driver yeah. and we, you know, we stopped and we bought for us a Coke, a can of Coke and for him as well. And he was so grateful and we drank ours and he kept his and we were like, would you like to drink that? And he said, I'm taking it to family meal on Sunday. It was so, this is a point. We just, you know, the, the gratitude of the people, the happiness, even if they have just little yeah. in their life. And this was a turning point for me because it was the first time um, coming out of Europe where you are kind of used to your standard. Yeah. You perceive that as normal you perceive that that's something that belongs to you right. like you're right and um, you often complain that you don't have things to be grateful for but it's it's in small small things i see it even now um, we live in a camper van so we don't want to stop every date for maintenance so we are careful with the water that we have in the tank so we use it cautiously and now here in Luxembourg, we uh, we stayed at my mother's place where I could take a shower without watching the time. Right. <laughs> and we were so grateful. <laughs> we were so grateful. Wow. It is the little thing. For running water. And then it made me think, like, for me, it's for hygiene. But other people don't even have the access to right. tap, to drink that. Right. And, um, yeah. So it's a, it's a nice lesson. It's definitely a lesson uh, with tourists with kids. It's it's eye opening. Yeah. It's horizon broadening um, to see many different cultures, many different people, and um, you know, being in Luxembourg, traveling to the south of Europe, yeah. the wealthiness decreases, but the humanity level Increase. so much increases. Yeah, interesting. And um, many things that we have kind of 
um, I wouldn't say forgot, but become blinded. Yes. Um, that come to light now with the project. Valentina has a wonderful story demonstrating the true and raw humanity of people she, they've encountered, she's encountered on her travels. It's, it's really amazing. It was, we were in Sardinia and we got stuck in the middle of a parking place. It was close to the beach and I believe the sand was wet, but we couldn't see it. So our back wheel got stuck. Oh. And we, we thought it's the front wheel having problems until we made a tour around the vehicle. And then we saw it's completely, you know, we in yeah. the mud, no chance to push, you know, four, 4,000 oh. kilos, you can't push. And suddenly a truck comes, you know, like the ones that you see on the highway, the big yeah. trucks, out of nothing. Wow. He comes and says to us, you know, like in, the, in Italian, we speak no word Italian, says like, I'm going to pull you out. So he pulls us out and he was so kind. We thought in Sardinia we will offer him money because, right. uh, you know, and he would say, no, 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 he was, no, not at all. It's it's my pleasure. Next time you do something good to someone else, and he just left. I love that. And yeah. it's and it's something what I um, it was really. This is something what really represents for me the country or the mentality. Not maybe some angry tourist guy that you just met. Right. But these are the real people. What were some of your expectations or what did you hope for with this project? I think, and uh, you know, um, in we didn't have any expectations, but I think it's a little bit a project to find ourselves, find who we are, yeah. who we are as an individual, who we are as a family, yeah. our role, yeah. our contribution, you know, how can we give back? and um, of course full of adventure <laughs> <laughs> okay so tell us about some of those adventures have there been challenges as well as yeah successes yeah there definitely are challenges um, you know it's also being a travel journalist so what yes. we are is a hard work also oh. so combining that uh, with uh, the 24 hours with the kids so with the family is already um, you know you need to find a good balance but also, uh, you can't plan. You're every day in a different city. You don't know that city. You don't know where to go. You don't know what to visit, what to eat. So this is this un uncertainty. Yeah. But we are fine with that. But sometimes there come along um, that we get stuck. We get stuck on the beach or there's something with the vehicle or someone gets sick. Right. And... Um, we were really happy. We were really lucky in this moments, and I think we were really guided in this moments because it's like life at home. You do face obstacles, you do face challenges, yeah. but there is a solution to that, you know. And the question is where you um, where you keep your focus on. Will you keep your focus on the challenge and complain about the challenge, right. or will you move on? Because it will it will. It will change you. It will bring you something. It will bring you an insight or it will bring you an experience. Yeah. And um, I think looking back on the challenges on the trip, uh, you know, when the vehicle got stuck and we had to ask the locals to help us, it was so enriching those moments. And those moments, 
they were really more valuable than i don't know going going to the eiffel tower or going to the beach or visiting the typical cultural uh right. touristic destinations right if you if you travel to the touristic places um you wouldn't feel the authenticity the authenticity of the country and you can when you are in a trouble you will see how many people are coming to help you and even if you don't speak the language Valentina and Nicolas have always traveled like this. They always try to integrate themselves into the culture and country. So we were always into traveling. Yeah. We loved the adventure. We loved the different cultures. We usually, when we go to a different country, we eat the way people do, not the things we are used to, yeah. but what the locals do. We want to experience that. As we were talking, I asked Valentina, what did they have to give up and risk to be able to live their current lifestyle? Next one, I definitely think it's our, our switch from our wine business, Exclovino, to the project now. Um, it's i don't know how to put it in words i think it's just something sometimes you have um, wishes or um, dreams but they seem to you unreal unreachable you keep them as a dream yeah and sometimes the dream is so big that although there is the risk you were not willing to take the risk in the past, but some now you're willing to take all the risk to go for a change. Yeah. And that was definitely for us when we have um, when we have decided to stop Exclovino. It was like it was a project we have uh, built up. It was like a baby for us. Yeah. Giving that up was also losing a part of an identity. But we are uh, we are really happy because it was it was an identity that maybe didn't serve us anymore in the long run. Yeah. And now with tourists with kids, we are building up a new identity. Right. And I believe it is something. It is. I think it's as long as you can guarantee that you are growing in your life, you don't need to make a radical change. You know. Right. But as long as you are growing as a person, that's the most important. Because I think we got maybe too stuck in the business attitude. And we really lacked the, the long-term goals. Yeah. Why am I here? You know, what can I contribute? Right. You're not taking all this to the grave with you, you know? Right. But how can I help? How can I make a difference? And um, also with the constellation of having kids. Yeah. It's something what we wanted to teach them that... You can be successful in life, it's good, but it's not the ultimate goal. It is not something that will make you happy, you know? Right. You have to find beyond the values or the purpose of your yeah. existence here. Yeah. And uh, this is individual, you know? But we thought that um, it's hard for us to teach when we are not doing it ourselves. Yeah. Then it stays very theoretical. So also for us, but also for the children, we have decided to take a 
mo role model. Yeah, be their examples of like and this is how you can be like happy and successful in a so, balanced way. Yeah, and yeah. to refocus, you know, yeah. to find deeper meanings. Yes, <laughs> I love that. Okay, so what else have you been finding your kids are learning on this journey? I, what I really like is that the children from nature, um, and still I think in this age, um, they are not uh, preoccupied. They're very open. Uh, language or um, skin color or nationality is not an issue for them. Right. And this is something what... Um, by traveling is even more emphasized yeah. i think they learn that different you know they don't perceive different as strange right. they perceive different as just different you know and i like that me too it's there is no ranking you know like superior and inferior right it's just different you know right. and what i really like is they don't complain they just kind of they say, we have seen this and we have seen that without judgment. We have seen like good things and we have seen maybe things that are different from uh, our home, that are challenging. And I like that. I like that. Me too. I love that. <laughs> It's actually a big learning school for, for us, the adults. Right. <laughs> I think it's more for us learning from the kids than the kids learning from us. <laughs> Isn't that always how it is though? Like, it's amazing. Well, I don't know, always, but yeah, often. Yeah. Uh, if you look at kids, they are such a, they have this natural um, willingness for peace yeah. and harmony. It's so true. It's, beautiful i think if the world would be cons consistent out of kids there would probably be no wars it's true. there would be a lot of ice cream yeah, that's true. <laughs> i love that no wars but a lot of ice cream i wanted just to give a quick like explain like the sacrifice of how like how much it takes to actually sure. sell all you've got and and live this lifestyle it that, that is something that um you know, we are really small at the moment, yeah. but there were people asking us already, you know, like, I want to do the same. How should I do that? Right. And I, what I say, it's like, it's easy, but it's difficult. Uh -huh. It's easy because you just need to quit all your life, sell everything, you know, if you don't have the budget and go on. Right. But it's hard to do. Mm -hmm. and, and I do remember that it was for us like, um, I never thought that I'm materialistic. <laughs> Right. Until I was confronted, you know, with all those things that were in my house that I wasn't using, that I want not did not want to give away. Yeah. The cars that had memories, you know, yes. we might maybe need them or, you know, in the future we might need them, but then we would need to buy them for much more. And or even like uh, renting our apartment to putting all the private stuff. I was crying. It was hard for me. I was crying and, and Nicholas was there. He said, we don't need to do that, you know. But I knew I have to get over this. Yeah. I have to get over this. I, it's, I really need to get over this beyond me, you know, to yeah. something that is holding me. And it's just for you to give up your comfort, yeah. give up the materialism. And once I have went beyond that, I think it was more difficult for me than for Nicholas. I felt that um, I have learned a lesson. I have grown. 
yeah. I could see clearer, you know. I could see the benefits that it brings, you know. Before yes. I was maybe focusing on what I would lose right. and then I could see what it gave me. Yes. And I think it definitely gave me more than what we have lost or what we have sold. Yeah. I love that. Oh my gosh, you're so awesome. You're so great. It's so true. It's I, so I think it's it's you know like changing your life. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily just the steps you do uh, that people see that you sell yourself or quit your your job, quit your business. It's a lot of inside process. Yeah. To let go and to shut one door and to look and you know and not staying staring on that door that shut you know but lifting your viewpoint to opportunities that open and and i think it's 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 not a smooth process you know it it will involve emotions and it will involve tears you know like in my case but it's okay it's okay it's part of that right (laughs) so yeah you know it's somehow it, it is kind the advice is easy you know just quit your comfort zone. Wow. But doing that is not easy. Is, is not easy. <laughs> yeah. It's not easy. Yeah. Right. After living in their minimalistic lifestyle, or as Valentina liked to say, her isolated bubble, they came back to the Luxembourg airport and felt bombarded with advertisements for watches and cars fancy watches and cars. And they just felt this weight of the materialism and they couldn't handle it. And it's so um, heavy, you know, how materialistic or how possession oriented like the media is and the media is influencing the people, you know? Yes. And, And, you know, it reminded me on us before how we were materialistic how we might have had priorities not correct you know where the materialism would have a heavier weight yeah and it's just you know it's just because it's it's the way it's it's the way you know people cannot do elsewhere yeah else how you know that's our cultural upbringing almost yeah because you're really and that was really disturbing actually it's and I am and I'm sure you know if we will come back one day and be living a regular routine we will be influenced by that yeah. you know but it's just good to be aware of that yes I agree that's that's a really good point it doesn't matter you know at the end if you have like that car or this brand or bigger car or that brand you know it really doesn't it doesn't not at all it doesn't you ha- you need to be aware okay you need to be aware, you know, um, if you have the possessions, which kind of sacrifice are you giving in? Right. You know, and then come the, and then see, you know, if it's the sacrifice of your free time or your family, is it justified? Right. You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you <laughs> no, no, so much. No, 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 you're much. amazing. No, you are. Thank you so much, Valentina, for coming on the podcast and sharing your wisdom and life lessons. Thank you very much, Ellie, for this opportunity. It was a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining Valentina and me. Let's build our community on Instagram. You can find us at whyherstory and Facebook at just normal herstory conversations with international women. 
And if you can, you should also follow Tourists with Kids on Instagram and Facebook. They regularly post amazing videos of their travels. So let's continue opening our hearts and cultivating kinship with those from other countries and circumstances. If you liked the podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone who is trying to decide whether or not to follow their dreams. They really might like this one. And remember, her story is important and yours is too. Choose.